This is made possible by Dustin Campbell, O Them Bones, Daily Tech News Show, Andy Beach, Nick Wood, and Craig. Ladies and gentlemen, to the Politics, Politics, Politics program for January 27th, 2023. Now, I'm recording this on January 25th, Wednesday. So if the list I'm about to give you is incomplete, then forgive me. But as far as I know, here is a list of things that Representative George Santos has lied about. He attended Horace Mann High School in the Bronx before his parents fell on hard times. He graduated in the top 1% of his class from Baruch College. He earned an MBA from New York University. He worked at Citigroup as an account associate. He worked at Goldman Sachs as a project manager. He is a landlord managing 13 properties owned by his family. He ran a foundation called Friends of Pets United, saving 2,500 dogs and cats. He's Jewish. His grandparents escaped the Holocaust, and his mother died on 9-11. Of course, he never attended the Horace Mann High School. He has no record of being at Baruch College, let alone graduating in the top 1%, nor leading the volleyball team there to a championship, which he also said. He never went to New York University, according to New York University, nor did he work at Citigroup or Goldman Sachs. Not only is he not a landlord, but he is a deadbeat tenant, admitting that he still owes his old landlord money. The foundation Friends of Pets United has not been registered in either New York or New Jersey, where it was said to operate. He is not Jewish. He covered up that one by saying that he always felt that he was Jew-ish. His grandparents did not escape the Holocaust. Indeed, they were born at a time period that would be incompatible for them to do it. And his mother did not die on 9-11. More about her, though, later. Long story short, George Santos is a fabulist beyond the limits of any politically elected official to federal office in my lifetime. When you break it down, he is better put in the company of somebody like Elizabeth Holmes of Theranos. He is a walking House of Cards, currently feathering to the ground. But how big this house is, or how long it will take to fall, is still a mystery. Because this George Santos story has continued to grow daily, even as Santos is now a duly elected member of Congress going in between Washington, D.C. and his district, which encompasses both Queens and parts of Long Island. Today, 
we encounter the many lives of George Santos. But more specifically, the two things that, in my opinion, could bring the death of his political career. This is Politics, 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 and I am Justin Robert Young. Before we get into the sins of Santos, I want to go over something adjacent to it. Because George Santos won an election as a Republican in New York City. This is difficult. It is difficult to do if you are the best candidate of all time. Many very capable Republicans have tried and failed. So what he did is something impressive. It is very, 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 very damning of the other side of that equation, the Democrat whom he beat, that any of the threads that have since been pulled were not yanked until their arm fell out during this campaign. It is absolutely across the line into political malpractice and all the worse because the guy who got the Democratic nomination is a former oppo researcher. Really? I didn't even know that. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's Sarah Rumpf, a friend of PX3 who has covered George Santos for Mediaite. He's a he's a former political operative who's done opposition research. And there was a point apparently where he was looking for some funding to hire somebody and do some stuff, because I mean, again, this is not the kind of thing that the candidate himself needs to be engaged in. But find some college interns. Good heavens. Like, you know, pay your brother a hundred bucks to Google something for a couple of days. Like, I, I, I mean, look, I I've done opposition research for campaigns I've consulted on. And a lot of times it is just Googling and spending a couple of hours scrolling through social media feeds and, you know, looking up clerk of court records in the various counties where somebody has interacted. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of the stuff that's coming out now is because people have been starting to do that. And they, you know, that's the 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 woman with the Oyster Bay patch, the <laughs> local website that found the the veteran whose dog he set up a GoFundMe. I mean, she found the screenshots of all the social media profiles where like they posted that. And then the veteran was like, hey, he hasn't given me my money and I have to euthanize my dog now. And it's like that's the absolute worst thing. Um, you know, uh, the. This is this. It's absolutely political malpractice. And every single person with the Republican Party in Nassau County should be embarrassed. And everybody involved in the New York Democratic Party should be embarrassed. But, you know, again, like the New, the New York Democrats, they didn't fail as bad as the Florida Democrats this year. But um, that 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 was embarrassing. That that was embarrassing. They lost races that that the, the Democrats should have held on to. And there was an, a lack of growth lack of an organization and a very bad messaging fail. And again, like the, that nobody dug up any of this about George Santos yeah. <laughs> until after he was elected is absolutely malpractice, uh, political malpractice for sure. And yet it happened. Santos is elected and it's only after he is the congressman elect that the New York Times publishes the first of many, many, many stories about the inconsistencies in his story. But amongst all the fun, and oh God, there's been a lot of fun. 
I mean, geez, the fun, though. Oh, the fun. We're not going to spend any time on the fact that George Santos performed as a drag queen in Brazil, which is insane for me because I would just like to talk all about the fact that George Santos was a drag queen in Brazil. It's just very fun to say George Santos is a drag queen in Brazil. Good Lord. But if we're going to focus on the things for which could end his career, then we got to get going. And the first is the money. Where did George Santos, who the more you look into this man's story, was broke as a joke for the vast majority of his existence, He lived in an apartment with multiple roommates, his mom and his sister through the 2010s. How did that guy run a campaign that was funded by a $700,000 personal gift from himself to his campaign? Well, soon after his first failed attempt to become a congressman in 2000, Santos allegedly started working at a Florida investment firm called Harbor City Capital. He was employed there until 2020. Santos said that he managed a $1.5 billion fund and bragged about record returns of 12 to 26%, depending on the type of investment. But that year, according to CNN, A customer told Santos that the company's promise that they had a full bank guarantee on investments was, well, not true. In April 2021, the SEC accused Harbor City of being a Ponzi scheme that stole $17 million from investors. The company's assets are currently in mediation. Now, Santos is not named as part of the people that ran the Ponzi scheme. But he was an employee there. This according to Santos. In the next month after everything fell down, Santos incorporated his own company called DeVolder. That's his mother's maiden name. In an interview with Semaphore, he said that he helped rich people buy expensive toys. That's what DeVolder did. If a client wanted to sell a plane or a boat, Santos would, and we quote, Go look there within my Rolodex and be like, hey, are you looking for a plane? You looking for a boat? I just put that feeler out there. End quote. Financial disclosures from his 2022 congressional campaign show that he claimed to have made between $3.5 and $11 million between 2021 and 2022 before it was dissolved last year. Now, let's go back to the fact that Santos ran based on a personal loan from himself to his campaign of around $700,000. This week, Santos admitted in an updated FEC filing that $500,000 of that was not a personal loan. He did not reveal the source of the money, and there's going to be a lot of questions about the legality of how that happens. But Santos filed another amended report stating that a $125,000 loan that Santos gave his campaign was also not a personal loan. 
Finding money in Republican politics is something that happens all the time. In politics in general, you can find patrons that will give you cash. But they can't just give you an out-and-out gift. Again, we go to Sarah Rump. There aren't a lot that I can think of, even in my most creative, wild daydreaming, of why somebody would give somebody like George Santos $700,000 that's, you know, pop fairy tale, everything's okay and it's just yeah. fine and there's nothing weird. Like I can't, I, I'm having trouble even thinking of, you know, oh, well, he's going to go cure cancer. Like, no, no, he doesn't have the background for that. Oh, he's got, he's he's the savior that America needs. Well, no, he was going to be a freshman congressman. Like they have no power. Nobody listens to them. They just need them to sit in their, sit their, you know, butt in their seat, keep it warm and vote. Like, it, no, there's no admirable good feeling moral reason that somebody gives $700,000 to George Santos. Well, especially if we don't know them, if right. he, if he was the hit at, you know, big, I'm just naming off the top of my head, big Republican donors, like, like the Mercers in New York have a gigantic yeah. costume ball. If George Santos came in and he was the hit and everybody loved him. And then all of a sudden the Mercers were like, Oh my God, you need to be in Congress. Here's 700,000. We just found it in the couch. Please go ahead and take it and run for Congress. We know that the Mercers did it. If he hit it off with Peter Thiel and, 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 and uh, was at yeah. one of his events, we would know that he was a Peter Thiel guy. The fact, that we don't know who his patron was it was just because he worked at a business that by his own definition was knowing a guy then of course there is the how santos conducted the financing of the campaign itself santos's congressional campaign reported dozens of transactions just cents below the threshold that would have triggered a requirement to preserve spending records. An unusual, if not some might say implausible, and one might dare to say impossible pattern that is now part of broader complaints about the financial improprieties of Santos's workings. Among those $199 charges were eight of exactly $199.99 at an Italian restaurant in Queens, another $199.99 charge at a Miami area hotel where rooms do not usually go for less than $600 a night. And then, of course, there were $199 charges for Ubers, which anybody, if anybody has ever paid the exact same amount for an Uber twice in their lives, and I can't think of a time where I did, or else I would have noticed it, it would have stood out, then you'd be the first one in history. But the specific amount matters because campaigns are required to keep receipts or invoices for expenses greater than 200, and this looks like a comically deliberate attempt to stay under that threshold. Of course, campaigns rack up millions of dollars in expenses and thousands of line items per campaign, but it is rare for any of them to notch a $199 expense, according to Politico's review of campaign finance records. Indeed, FEC data shows that more than 90% of House and Senate campaign committees around the country did not report a single transaction between $199 and $199.99 during the most recent midterm election cycle. Santos reported 40 of them. 
In fact, his campaign accounted for roughly half of all expenses by all campaigns that cost exactly $199.99, a statistical improbability. Look, guys, money matters in life. There's a reason why it is the old credo in journalism to follow the money. But it very much matters in politics where there are a lot of laws about where you can get your money and how you can spend it. As we continue to question everything about George Santos, we need to question where he got that $700,000 because George Santos came from very humble origins. He sadly seems to be one of those people that puts a lot of store in in labels and, you know, things that are, you know, allegedly luxury or whatever. I mean, the fact that, you know, he he's been photographed wearing this Cartier watch that, you know, retails for about eight thousand dollars. If he does, if it's not counterfeit, <laughs> if yeah. the one he has is real. <laughs> so he's he's wanted to have all these signals of wealth and success and, you know, being in the right circles and going to the right restaurants and, and everything. And he's. He's schemed his way to get some of it. He's faked his way to, to have, you know, like an NYU degree is a pretty prestigious degree. Um, you know, it's just it's just an absolutely pathological, insane thing. I, you know, if I if I were if I were a psychiatrist, I <laughs> really wanted to study this guy. I mean, that's Sarah again. How does that guy get seven hundred thousand dollars? I know a lot of broke people. I've known a lot of broke people in my life. I've been a broke person in my life. If I just showed up with $700,000 and ran for Congress, I would have a lot of questions about me. The answers to those questions may or may not be the death of George's political career. However, there is another more uncomfortable question that needs to be asked about George Santos. One that has an ugly political history, but considering how many elements of his life have been fabricated, we got to do it. And we will after the break. Is George Santos a citizen of the United States of America? Guys, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for supporting this program. A reminder that if you want bonus episodes of the program, you can head on over to TakePoliticsSeriously.com. There at our $3 level, you can get access to two bonus episodes each and every week. Three bucks a week. That, that, that's what we're asking. It's a large cup of coffee. You get four episodes every week for $3 a week. That's less than a buck an episode. That's less than a small cup of coffee. I don't even know a place where you can get a cup of coffee for under a dollar these days. I mean, maybe free coffee, but we're not in the business of free coffee. We're in the business of confusing and stupid metaphors. Thank you to everybody for doing it. Uh, A reminder also that if you're at the $1 level, you can get an ad-free copy of the show ad-free feed of this show when ads start showing up in the next few weeks i'm doing it this weekend i swear that's where i am all right there we go take politics seriously.com
All right, let's get uncomfortable. Is George Santos a citizen? This is what he says on his website right now today as I am recording it. George Santos is a first-generation American born in Queens, New York. George is the son of immigrants who grew up in a basement apartment in Jackson Heights, Queens. Both his mother and father legally immigrated to the United States in search of the American dream where they began their family on the foundations of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Obviously. Based in 2008, we got a gigantic birtherism discourse. Barack Obama was not the first person to have his uh, birth challenged, uh, especially after he had ascended to the highest office of the land. And George Santos will not be the last. It's a sticky subject. Okay. And, and I, and I, and I wrote this though. I think I wrote like, I have never in my life demanded showing your papers for a candidate that's an immigrant or a children of immigrants. Like I, I find that kind of rhetoric, absolutely disgusting. However, <laughs> when someone has lied about every aspect of their identity and has changed names so often, he says he was born here. If he was, uh, you know, I, I, I know this sounds like Donald Trump, but we really do need to see his birth certificate. Um, he's lied about everything. And I think at this point, you know, I mean, I, he should have to show something. He should have to show something. Um, you know, if he wasn't born here, there's, there's a lot of different ways that he could have gotten naturalized at one point or another, but when he hasn't gone to college, when he hasn't served in the military, um, you know, the, the paths are a little narrower and are a little harder and a little more expensive. So if he needs, he needs to prove that he was born here. He, he does with, with, with lying about so much of his background. Um, it's, it's, you know, I, I, I think that the voters of his district and the American people do actually need to see his papers. And I like I feel cringy saying that, like it feels yeah. like such a disgusting thing to even ever say. And I recognize fully that I have the delightful privilege of having, you know, been hatched in this great country. So I never had to worry about citizenship. But he is the one person whose papers I will demand to see. It is something we have to talk about. So let's go over the rules here. You have to be a citizen to be a congressman. If George Santos's bio is true, which is a big if considering the legacy of his biographies before, then he was born in Queens, Jackson Heights, Queens. According to a guy I know in Queens, the most likely hospitals that he would have been born in were Elmhurst, Flushing, or St. John's. So any of those three would be able to prove that he was born in America, which makes him a citizen. You would also be able to say if he was not born in America, if his parents legally immigrated, he would still have to legally immigrate himself. This ties into another anomaly in Santos's past. The fact that he was married to a woman from 2012 to 2019 and the more that you focus on the question of whether or not George Santos is a citizen and the fact that George Santos is openly gay, the more you wonder about a marriage to a woman. Court records in Queens County shows that Santos's ex-wife first filed for divorce from Santos in May of 2013. 
less than a year after they were married. She requested judicial intervention a month later, but that case was discontinued later that year in 2013, according to records. Aside from the justified tittering of the idea that an openly gay congressman was in a heterosexual relationship, this is, again, part of the citizenship question. By the way, the actual rule for a congressman is this. No person shall be a representative who shall not have attained the age of 25 years and been seven years a citizen in the U.S. and who shall not, when elected, be an inhabitant of the state in which he shall be chosen. Santos is allegedly 34 years old and is a resident of New York State by all available metrics. He did successfully become divorced from his ex-wife in 2019. Less than two weeks later, he filed to run his unsuccessful congressional campaign in 2020. According to roommates, George Santos did not live with his wife while they were married. She lived in Astoria, Queens. The apartment that Santos lived in in Jackson Heights was crowded. Multiple roommates, as well as Santos's mother and sister. One of Santos's roommates says that she only was introduced to the roommates once, and it was as a friend. And Santos had a very busy dating life. Based on all available reporting that I've reviewed, the woman Santos married in 2012 was a Brazilian national. Which leads us to another question. Did she marry Santos for citizenship reasons? One of Santos's ex-roommates told the Daily Beast that Santos at one point, quote, tried to get me to marry some Brazilian woman so she could get citizenship. That man, who is openly gay, said Santos told him that he could make money from the deal. Also, there's a bunch of other messy stuff with the roommates, up to and including Santos stealing a Burberry scarf. I, I looked up those Burberry scarves. They're $550 for the men's cashmere plaid. Um, I'm never spending $500 on a scarf. That's not happening. Um, but that's a very distinctive plaid pattern. And when you see it, you recognize it as, oh, that's the Burberry plaid. Santos wore that scarf to the Stop the Steal rally in Washington, D.C. in 2021, January 6th. I don't think that George Santos is long for our political world. I believe that George Santos is going to be rung up on either of the two charges for which I have explained in this episode. I don't believe that we deserve how much fun George Santos has been. And one day, it will be passe for me to say the phrase, George Santos is a fraudulent drag queen. But today's not that day. And we will celebrate our golden hour until the sun sets. Politics, Politics, Politics is written and hosted by me, Justin Robert Young, for Dog and Pony Show Audio in Austin, Texas. Our show was edited by Brett Stewart. 
Thank you to Sarah Rumpf of Mediaite. You can find her on Twitter at letter P, letter X, number three, guest.com. You can email me, theyoungamerican at gmail.com. You can find me live on Twitch, px3live.com. Share this podcast with your friends, family, and clergy, px3podcast.com. You can support us, paypal.me slash pay jury with a one-time donation. Hey, uh, try a little experiment here for me. See if Venmo money is real. I guarantee you it ain't. Justin-Young-20. Again, Justin-Young-20. Send me a dollar. Let's see if we can prove it. Same with Cash App. That is PX3 Cash. Send me a dollar on Cash App. Of course, you can send me anything you'd like in the mail. P.O. Box 153184, Austin, Texas, 78715. Again, that is P.O. Box 153184, Austin, Texas, 78715. The only way you can get our bonus episodes is TakePoliticsSeriously.com. $3 tier gets two bonus podcasts per week, covering all the news that we miss on our free podcasting schedule. And our $10 tier gets your name read at the end of the show, like these fine folks in the Titanic. $10 tier. Dustin, Jason, Andres, C. Garcia, Matt, Craig Potts, MC Radio, Unsafe DB Levels, Katie, Amanda, Yield, Pinball Shop, DB Vorbongo, Neemeister, Catherine, Todd, and Vote Gloria Young for King of the New World Order. Edison, up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, BA, select, start, Dr. G, Neil, Charles, Darren, 100 Mile Runner, Idris Arslandian, Bluefront, and the Lenina, DL, Steven, Chad, Nomadic, Terran, Molly's Dashing Debut. Miranda Janelle, Adam, Chief, Andy, Robert, Casey, Paul is awesome. Brad, Richard, just another pilot. Middle-aged Mike, who loves Frank, got abducted. Utah, Jimmy, Montana, the Gen, A-L-D-L-D-L-D, really? Chopper, Andrew, and Joshua, you want your name right at the end of the show? Only way to do it, takepoliticsseriously.com. Thank you to everybody for helping us, for joining us. We will be with you next week. Next week, we are definitely going to do a deep dive on something that I find fascinating. We're going to do a bit of a nature documentary to go back in time and investigate a strange and thought to be lost land of a blue Florida. Why do people think that Florida is more Republican than Georgia? Why do people think that Florida is more Republican than Texas? I don't think either are the case. I think that the Florida Democratic Party has had some serious problems and it is better for them that their leadership has since shuffled out. We talk about it with somebody who actually knows what they're talking about next week. So join us then until we meet again. This is your old pal Justin Robert Young saying some shows talk about politics, others talk about politics and still more discuss politics. But this is the only show that dares discuss. Oh, three.
Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs> Dog and Pony Show Audio.